The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. All right, boys and girls and children of all ages, except for you, Timmy. You know who you are, little bastard. Timmy. God. Timmy. 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 My son and I just watched that. I actually I got a story An episode about that. with the the handicap uh, cab handicap. <coughs> Excuse me. No, I haven't seen that one. But um, so we when me and my brother Phil were still talking. We he cracked me up once. He's in my pickup, and he sees a dude in a in a wheelchair, and he just looks over me and goes, "Timmy." So we get to laughing, right? So that went on for a couple of years with the Timmy jokes. So when I seen that chick Autumn, we're <laughs> every time I would see someone in a wheelchair because she laughed too, I go, "Timmy, Timmy, Timmy." So one day we're walking into a Walmart. And I didn't say shit. I coughed. She smacked me because we were like close to a guy who was in a wheelchair. She goes, God damn it. Will you knock it off? He can hear you. What the fuck? I, she goes, I swear to God, you just said Timmy. I said, no, that's just in your brain. That's, <laughs> I, 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 I would have, but I figured you'd beat me to it. <laughs> that's horrible. Timmy, Timmy. <laughs> that's horrible. All right. So. Wait, before we get started on the episode. Are you ready? I. Okay. I just want to say. Something really quick. Fan of the show, friend of ours, Morgan, is in school, in college, to get a business, healthcare business, business license, a healthcare, something like that. She can come to my school anytime. Oh, my God. See, that is why I don't mention her on this show. Why? I just, uh, fine. I won't teach her music at all. Yeah. Why, what, wait a minute. What were you thinking? Healthcare. Uh, so she's getting her degree. You were thinking something perverted. Because you are Sick perverted. <gasps> I'm offended. I am not perverted. I am ma'am, sweet. Ma'am, <laughs> you're going to have to calm down. <laughs> Security! Anyways, she's getting her associates in healthcare management, and she's a little over halfway there. Did you just sing Bon Jovi in your head, too, like I did when I typed it? I did. Whoa! <laughs> chicken on a bear! Or whatever, Anyways, whatever John Bon Jovi sang. She's a little over halfway to getting her degree, and she has been on the president's list every term. So I want to give a big shout-out to her. Scott? What? Aren't you going to shout-out to Morgan? Okay, here's a shout-out to Hey, baby. <laughs> How you doing? No, I just want to say congratulations, honey. We ha- we support you, and we can't wait mm, for you to get your degree. Come over here. I'll support you real good. Oh, my God. Her dad listens to this show. Morgan's dad. I'll support you real good. <laughs> <laughs> Is that better? You more no. comfortable with that? No, not oh, at all. Oh, you didn't think I'd go there, huh? Well, there you go. There you go. I'm sorry, John. I really am sorry. Oh, name- hey, John. Yeah, his name's John. Hey, John. How you doing? <laughs> Again. I apologize. Do you come here often? Because uh, we can come here often. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Stop it. You're not going to treat poor Morgan and her family like you do mine. <laughs> well, if, I, if, I, if I'm doing that for John, then I go, Chris. <laughs> Chris, bassoon. <laughs> There's a quarter in my pocket. Why don't you reach out for me? Oh, my God, Chris. I'm so sorry. 
<laughs> I regret ever introducing <laughs> you to my family. <laughs> At least the good ones. <laughs> but anyways, that was my shout out to Morgan. I just had to give her a shout out. Do the coming up show promo. So that oh, yeah. November 3rd. Buy some goddamn tickets. God Buy damn some it. tickets, damn you. No, um, November 3rd, Friday, November 3rd at 8 p.m. is when the show starts at Morrison Market, stage 722 off 10th and Morrison in downtown Portland. Tickets are on sale. The link is in the description for the show. You don't want to miss it. They have two good bands opening for them. It's going to be epic. It's going to be awesome. So, And then, of course, a big shout out to KB, uh, KB, Casey Corbett, who lives in upstate New York. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a, she's, she's, she's a sweetheart. Yes, yeah. That's yeah. your that's your new fan, huh? Well, we we didn't talk very long. I mean, we just kind of chit chatted back and forth uh, via you know messenger. Via messenger. But yeah, she seems like a really, really, really sweet girl. That's awesome. And she's kid wrangling, so that's a uh, that's that. You know what? That that's off, man. Dude, I'm telling you, people who wrangle kids. Morgan's one of them. When you wrangle kids, got you got to get props for that. I only had one for a reason. And Scott kept him, his like far enough apart in age that he didn't have to worry about all that. Yeah, but <laughs> just the ones that didn't drown. <laughs> That's what he's lying, people. No, not the ones in the other countries. Oh my God, Scott, stop it! Johnny Appleseed, man. Before I got my vasectomy, I spread my seed far and wide. I believe it. So it was when your ex got pregnant with your son that you decided to get a vasectomy, or was it way later than that? It was way later. I actually I only got my vasectomy like probably. Seven years ago, six years ago. So why did you decide to do it? You just decided you didn't no more want no more crotch goblins. Glad you asked, because I'm kind of a big fan of the vagina. I was going to say you are a man whore. I love. I can't say all, but most vagina, because there's some that's like, whoa, did a fucking bomb go off in here? That's like meat curtains, you know, or like somebody exploded an Arby's. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> And that, that was gross. He's been sitting out for a little while. That's Ew. disgusting. You might want to wash that up a little bit. Use some Lysol. Got some wipes? I do. Here you go. <laughs> a gas mask. But um, oh. but I decided that I do not want any more children of my own. That's a good, yeah. Because raising kids is a pain in the ass. Yeah, but, I mean, it's really weird that you, like, made that decision after. You know what I mean? I should have made it in my freaking 20s. You should have made it in your teens, you know, when you discovered. Oh, wait, no, you were in your 20s. I hate you you so fucking much. I swear to God, I'm going to You notice that you keep getting older and older every time I tell that story? That's because I do the same shit to you. I know. Like, hey, man, you were blowing guys on Sandy Boulevard. You had five customers. No, you had 10 customers. You had 3,000 customers. Oh, my God. You know what? I almost punched your son the other day. If my hand wasn't hurting, I would have. You know what he said to me? Oh, Christ, what? No, because I came over to make bangers and mash because we were doing laundry. I bet you did, you banger whore. No. Anyway, bangers and mash. You know what that is. Anyways, um, we were coming over to do laundry, and I was like, you know, going to be here around dinner time. So I figured, and I had gotten the sausage out at home. So I figured, you know what? I'm just going to bring it, make it over here. And sausages at work, well, too. Shut up. And then I decided to pick up some more because I only had five. And, you know, with four of us and your son, that wouldn't have been a whole lot. And so um, I was like, got out the big pan. He goes, Why are you getting out the big pan? I said, Because I have 10, of, 10 sausages to make. He goes, Oh, so nine more than you got on Sandy? Ah, that's actually really good. Yeah, no. I, I'm sorry. 
I got a little tear in my eye. That's that's it's yeah. pretty. Pu- yeah, you should have told me when he gets up because he's got to work today. I'm gonna give him a hug and tell him I'm proud of him. That's <laughs> God, that's that's my yeah. boy. That's my that's my baby. I'm that's so- that's your baby boy right there. Big shout out to my son. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's some shit that I say. I know it's some shit you say. That's why. Oh my God, that's fucking beautiful. It's like I was like, oh my God, you and your father and my sister. <laughs> I love your sister, man. Especially when she I asked you about you the coupons. That was fucking hilarious. I know you do. <coughs> I know you do. And but. and we just found out today because my 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 accountant came over uh-huh. and. That remember that they're reopening up some of the Toys R Us stores. Oh God, yes. So that means that some of your coupons that you got on Sandy Boulevard are going to be valid. That's right, man. You can get up to fifteen percent off. I'm think I don't know what I don't know what the what, what your coupons say because I don't I don't visit your area of Sandy Boulevard. You know, I go for the lower class and well and the upper class. Just not you because you know bestiality is not my thing. No, I don't judge. I don't judge. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> Pretty soon you're gonna be you're gonna be able to go Christmas shopping pretty soon. Plenty of fucking cute. If they open a Bed Bath and Beyond, it's all over. You'll own the whole the whole store. I hate you. <laughs> I mean, like seriously, hate you. There's a little concern when you got something from the 1940s that said Jay's Discount Auto Repair, and it's been closed since like 1949. <sighs> but hey, I don't judge. I don't judge. What did you just say? But what? <laughs> Jay's Discount what? Auto Repair. You're fucking stupid. <laughs> Goes down since 1949. It was oh an old God. clipping, old clipping, but God dang, if you did I not take it. I wasn't even born then. Yeah, but you took that coupon, didn't you? Cock gobbler. <laughs> I was going to say I took something. <laughs> In the pot. <laughs> no, that's you. <laughs> She's a wiener pit. No, no, no. You're horrible. Anyway, so yeah, so all that, all that. And then what else was there? There was something else we were going to bring up, wasn't there? Or no, was that it? I think that was. I can't fucking remember. To I be know, honest. right? There's probably some other fuckery I was going to say, but I really, I can't. <laughs> Coffee's wearing off. Yeah, <laughs> Coffee's wearing off. I can't. There was a goddamn good one that I had for the show, a joke, and for the life of me, I can't freaking remember. You huh. can't remember a joke. Uh, yeah, because my brain is just gone. Thank God, because, you know, you were playing that stupid, what was it, a reel yesterday or a TikTok video with all them stupid That's jokes. what it was. <laughs> yeah. I just can't remember them. Uh, I know I can't remember half of them either, but I was like, oh, shit, he's going to start saying those jokes now. You know what the difference is between a washing machine and an 18-year-old girl, though? What? Wash machine doesn't follow me around for six months telling me that it loves me after I uh, put a load in it. That one was kind of funny. <laughs> That's fucked up. Jesus Christ. That one Christ. was kind of funny because 16-year-old girls are needy and clingy. And I said 18 this time. Oh, I thought you said 16. Oh, my God. What the fuck, <laughs> felony flats? I'm so used to you. <laughs> That's a negative felon inmate. <laughs> <laughs> no, right? Oh. Anywho, why is it so muggy today? Is it because it's been raining? That's it, because on my on, on my screen over yeah. here, I get the weather updates, and it says extremely humid. I'm like, we don't live in Florida. I was going to say, I have 54 and cloudy. I don't have the humid part on mine. Keeps on going with this shit. Oh it's going to be like it's so muggy. 100% chance of gators and Floridians. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. 
Okay, so we're on our final part to Cheesy Mazda. Part four of Cheesy Mazda. You part four of give the background on Mazda, this Cheesy Mazda, the Om Cult of Terror. Now, this is a, he was born into poverty. Let me get his real name so people don't think he's like really. He's his just name, a small town Mazda. boy. Born and raised in South Detroit. Yeah, it, yeah poverty in um, Chi, Chizuo Matsumoto. And then he, Cheesy Mazda. Yeah. And then he um, changed his name, remember, to... Mac and Cheesy Mazda. Asahara something. Shoko Asahara. With macaroni and cheese. With macaroni and cheese, yes. Satasaki. You're so dumb. And if you are not careful, Mr. Scott, I asaki you right in the eye. Wow! <laughs> Ninja. Uh, every time I hear the name Matsumoto, Ma- Matsumoto, though, I always think of the Iron Chef guy. I keep thinking about Motorola. Oh. <laughs> Switch your Motorola to a Pranko phone. <laughs> That's a rap song, by the way. One of my mom's favorite rap songs. Your mom doesn't talk rap with me, but she just sent me pictures of her rack and her cooter. So I'm pretty happy about that. Might want to jot that down. You're a liar. That's another reason why I'm glad I had a vasectomy. You ain't got to worry about your mom getting pregnant. My mom would never. My mom doesn't have sex. Mm-hmm. No, she never has. Number one, she says she would go into prostitution. Number two, I said I'm willing to pay for it. My mother did not say. I will ride her like a stolen horse and I'm trying to leave town. My mom did not say she was going to go into prostitution. She said something about there's a career path now after the age of 70. I would lay more pipe with her than a plumber. I hate you. (laughs) Like, seriously hate you. Because I like her oyster of love? I, like, seriously hate you. She's moister than oyster. No. Stop it. Think I'm at a... Rude fucking comments about what your mom. What the like, hell? Why is this not loading? Oh, n- never mind. It's for the next episode. Um, well, there you go. That's probably the fucking reason. Um. Anyways, so anyway, so he was born into poverty, and all he could kept thinking about growing up is how he wanted to escape that lifestyle and how he wanted cheese. Yes, and so because <laughs> he's a cheesy Mazda. <laughs> so dumb. Brought to you by Ford Motor Company. <laughs> Mazda brought to you by Ford. Yeah. Because uh, some of the Mazda parts are, are four parts. I'm, I'm, oh, are they? Yeah, and, and some of the four parts are made by Mazda. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I didn't know that either until I owned a... Uh, a body... Uh, auto repair shop? I think that's that may have been when I found out, when I, when, when I owned a mechanics shop. Or... It was somewhere right around there, though. Yeah, but... Somewhere yeah. right around there? Yeah. Anyway, so, um, so then he marries this woman who, like... Shares his ambition to become rich. And remember, he started selling those snake oil. He became a snake oil salesman. Um, excuse me. By fucking tangerine peels and alcohol. I stopped to try that because it sounds amazing. It sounds like it would be tasty and delicious. And I would get just totally tore up from the floor up <laughs> and make those yeah. great decisions that I make. And pretty soon, I'm probably going next door to my Mexican neighbors going, hola, senora. 
Oh, chaos. you don't? You mean you're not going to go to the next one down? No, Cheryl scares me. She scares my dick. <laughs> like, she scares me. Like, and real, I don't have a dick. <laughs> I'm coming back, and I, I park in my driveway and what have not, and I've got sex thoughts through my head like I do most of the time. And I'll admit to our boys and girls out there, man, I had, I had a hard on to beat the band. I'm ready to go. I'm like, hey, I got to practice some self-love because, you know, fucking when you just live with you and a dog and your fucking kid that... You know, you, you got to practice a lot of self-love. And then I heard it. Hi, Scott. Like, oh, there that goes. And <laughs> Did your dick shrivel? <laughs> dude, I literally went in. And, and your I, butthole pucker? It did. And I went to the bathroom. I closed it. And I looked down at my pecker. And I went, hey, buddy, is it okay? And, she, and, and I heard a whisper. Is she gone? I'm not coming dude, out. We heard a little yelp out there earlier. And I said, was that Cheryl? And Scott goes, it could have been. And I go, why are you whispering like she can hear you? Because she can. She might. She might be like, oh, there's Scott. Let's go rub his butt and tell him that I like him too. Or something else equally as fucking creepy. <laughs> equally as creepy. I know. <laughs> I think it's funny that Jax thought she was your girlfriend. <laughs> Y'all are fucked up. Like, I she tell like some fucked up jokes. literally thought but... she was your... I said, no, that's his stalker. <laughs> Well, one of them. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, true. I do have a few stalkers. Which yeah. Is... Anyway, so she shared his ambition, and they started selling these uh, miracle cures that were just, like, basically nothing. Alcohol and, you know, all that shit. And then he started the Om Supreme Truth religion that soon started recruiting people and became a cult. And, you know, and no matter how many inquiries were made to the police about their... Um, Activities the police kept, you know, looking the other way, basically. And where we left off was right after the sarin attack on the subway in uh, Tokyo. Remember? Yes, I do. Are you are you are you caught up now? Yes. Dude, after we recorded last time, Jax was cracking up. She goes, I can't believe Scott kept doing the, the Star Trek in the in the Asian voice. I go, yeah, <laughs> that's Scott. <laughs> it's not me. It's the voices in my head, man. I have nothing to do with that shit. That's why I keep laughing at it all, because it's the first time I'm hearing that, too. Yeah, well, now we can't get it out of our head. So anyways, the subway attack had succeeded in spreading terror throughout the entire country of Japan. Tokyo, once one of the world's safest cities, was now under siege as the residents struggled to come to grips with the shock the met the tokyo metro police finally made their final preparations for one the their biggest raid on the compound they call the preparation h that's a hemorrhoid joke boys and girls i, I got the hemorrhoid joke. preparation um. that's right and they said that we're all men we're all Let's men kick this guy's ass now even though it the operation, there, the raid was supposed to be a secret. Um, word got out to the Om community, so the messages were posted on the internet, possibly by spies within the police department, stating the time and location that the raids were supposed to happen. Now, the Mount Fuji complex became a hive of activity as the cultists rushed to destroy or hide the evidence of their deeds. Right? They burned their they burned and buried their chemicals. They moved their equipment to other locations, and of course, they destroyed all their records. Um, probably something Ishi should have done, right? Um, now, hundreds of followers, including those closest to Asahara, left the compound and uh, to go to their secret hideouts. Uh, you know, they're... Meanwhile, at the Hall of Undisclosed Doom. locations. <laughs> they, 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 they sound like they should belong on that cartoon where you had the Legion of Justice in the Hall of Doom. 
And that same announcer should be, Meanwhile, at the Hall of Doom, the Alm Terror Cult plans their next move. Ha ha ha, we have to get Superman. See, and I would have thought you would have made a He-Man reference. <laughs> You're really good at the Skeletor memes. Oh, I love those Skeletor memes. <laughs> Dude, I know, right? So earlier that same day, uh, Asahara's Rolls-Royce was seen leaving the headquarters at a high rate of speed going towards Tokyo. It was eventually located in at within the parking garage of a luxury hotel. So they staked out the location, but they later lost the vehicle when it when it again left the hotel and managed to evade them in traffic. He had eluded the police and would continue to do so for approximately two more months. See, then that brings to mind, you should be hearing, Bad boys, what you gonna do when they come for you next on Cops? Tokyo. <laughs> cops Tokyo. Is that anything like Tokyo Drift? That's not furious. Oh, that would be awesome. Watching the cops <laughs> from the Tokyo Drift chasing the rolls. <laughs> That'd be great. And they go, you are pulling over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we got to, we are in a pursuit of our Rosa Royce, and we're going to get cheesy and Mazda. <laughs> of a Rosa Royce. With the Rosa Royce. Rosa Royce. Now, shortly after dawn on Wednesday, March 22nd, um, over 1,000 police officers stormed the Mount Fuji headquarters of Alm Supreme Truth. The officers were dressed in special chemical warfare suits. They carried the tools necessary to gain forced entry, such as crowbars, blow torches, and saws. Oh, wow. Scott's toolbox. God damn. They're like serious. Yeah. My brain just won't stop. Now I'm thinking of Joe Dirt when uh, Christopher Walken went, do it again. And I'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron. I love Christopher Walken. Or we can go Pulp Fiction with, I'm calling two heavy pipe hitting niggas down here with a pair of pliers and a blowtorch. Whose character was that? Bing Rhymes. Oh, that's right. When him and Bruce yeah, Willis got yeah, captured yeah. by the hillbillies and uh, and Bing Rhymes, you know, gets molested by the gimp. Oh, see, I don't remember that part. Oh, that's a pivotal part of the fucking movie. I know. Well, it's been so long since I've seen Pulp Fiction, though. I mean, the part that stands out the most is when they shove that giant-ass needle in that guy's chest. My God. That was... Uh, that wasn't a guy. That was Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman was in Pulp Fiction? Notice the silence. That's like your <laughs> retardation. I'm just giving you a hard time. It's like Uma Thurman was in that. No. I, I love Pulp Fiction. That's a good movie, yeah. Yeah. It's really good to get stoned and watch that I one. I need to watch it again. Now, the, there, were, there were a few OM members still at the compound, and even though they objected to the police uh, raid, they did not re- put up any resistance. So over the next week, from that point, the members of the raiding party uncovered literally tons of dangerous chemicals and the apparatus for fashioning them into deadly weapons. I went to the bathroom after you did, and there was a de- dangerous chemical in there. What? I Febreze? Know you, I know you sp- sprayed, but then it smelled like shitress. <laughs> it was Febreze. It was lavender Febreze. And you know what? Stop <laughs> telling people about my bowel movements, asshole. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm on a roll today. Yeah. So over 200 different kinds of chemicals were unearthed. Some of the ingredients would have made sufficient sarin to kill in excess of 4 million people. As well as chemicals, the search party found a hospital stock with exotic drugs. What kind of drugs they were? Hold on. Let's go back to that. Hey, Tokyo (laughs) Police Department. Why don't you send some of those drugs over here, the exotic ones, and I'll tell you what they are. (laughs) We'll have fun trying them. 
We'll figure that shit out really quick. I might not make it to work, but it's going to be good times. I know. They also found a safe that contained millions of dollars in cash and gold and numerous torture chambers and cells, which still contain prisoners. So regardless of the raid and the ensuing search, police failed to make a single arresting connection with the subway attack. Now, Alm's legal team responded to the raids with public denials, followed by lawsuits against the city for damages. They told the press that the chemicals and equipment were, the, were for the manufacturing of fertilizers and food products. Via a video message, Asahara professed his innocence, assisting, quote, the Tokyo subway attack was an attempt by the U.S. military to implicate the cult. That's right. Blame the fucking Americans. And I know. Doesn't everybody? Now, the leaders of the cult became the nation's most wanted criminals. Still in hiding, several of the inner circle continue to plan further attacks, though. Uh, Takaji Kunimatsu, chief of the National Police Agency, was shot four times with a heavy caliber revolver as he entered his office. Thankfully, he survived. Two hours after that hit, an anonymous anonymous message. The hippopotamus message? Yeah. Wow. Think it around. Rhinoceroses? I got a rhinoceros that says, ziz, 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 and it says, don't shoot me. Don't shoot me. <laughs> An anonymous message was sent to a Japanese te- television network. The caller warned that if the investigation in, into Om did not cease, more police officers would be killed. Because of Om's presence in the U.S., the FBI began an official investigation into the sex activities here. They quickly became frustrated when the Japanese authorities refused to share information with them. The matter was eventually settled only after the American government issued a formal diplomatic protest to the Japanese counterparts. By early April, the police investigation began to show results, though. Dr. Iku... Hayashi was the first of the inner circle to be arrested. Even though over 100 cult members were already in custody, most had been charged with only minor offenses. The cult's hitman, Tomomitsu Nimi, was the next to be arrested. The ninja. Ninja. Uh, Both he and Hayashi were charged with confining followers against their will. More arrests followed, including Kiyohide Hayakawa, and all the prisoners were all the prisoners were held in confinement without access to legal representation, and the police hoped that this treatment would soon lead to confessions. So me, apparently Japan does not have the laws that we have. <laughs> Meanwhile, Asahara was still on the run, but that didn't prevent him from issuing another booklet that, among other things, predicted a disaster that would make the Kobe earthquake seem as minor as a fly landing on one's cheek. Those are big words. He, the predicted date of this disaster would be April 15, 1995. So the authorities took the matter seriously. They declared a state of emergency and increased the raids, hoping to catch cult members red-handed with sarin or similar substances. Or yellow-handed. <laughs> You're so dumb. All they found in over 120 raids was a note. It read, if police ever enter the place where Master Asahara is hiding, we will throw sarin on them and die together. Wouldn't that kill their master, too? Depends. Maybe he's a masturbator. How would that protect him from sarin? I don't know. I'm just, like, trying to follow your logic, and I couldn't. I figured that he would just jerk right off out of there. (laughs) You're so stupid. He's one stroke away from escaping. Yeah. I'm out of masturbation jokes now. Are (laughs) you? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I highly doubt it. As... 
Okay, good. SEO, <laughs> I was waiting for another one. You I usually can tell. You throw one in there. I can tell That's you. That's why you. I paused. I can tell you, you're like, oh, no, this motherfucker's got one more. No, I think I'm legit out of them. Yeah. So as the April 15th deadline approached, rumors of imp- impending doom were rampant. Threats of poison water, gas attacks, and mayhem circulated all over Tokyo, causing shops and industries to close as many areas of the city as to close as many areas of the city began to prepare for the worst. Army chemical warfare specialists were placed on standby and hospitals were supplied with antidotes to com- combat the effects of any nerve gas. Finally, the day arrived. The city waited in quiet terror as thousands of police patrolled the streets. But nothing happened. Four days later, the, when the city was returning to its normal routine, though, a gas attack was reported at Yokohama Station. After the g- gas cleared, 600 people had been treated at, hos- at the hospital for sore eyes and throats. Om was again implicated, but was subsequently cleared when a one-time gangster confessed to the crime. The police investigation dragged on, though. Although they had proven that Om had manufactured nerve gas agents, including Sarin, they made no move to arrest or charge any member of the sect with the Tokyo gassings. Meanwhile, the media had succeeded in making heroes of some of the sect members. One in particular was uh, Fumihiro Joyu. And he had achieved almost movie star status among young Japanese women during that time. With no war- arrest warrants issued against them, many of the inner circle were still, you know, at large. Some of the more prominent members were seen entering Om's Tokyo headquarters by the large contingent of media that had set up a permanent camp outside the headquarters. Um, On April 23rd, several cars had arrived outside the building and cult figures, including their lawyer, had forced their way through the crowd to their offices. At approximately 8.30 that night, Om's chief scientist, Hideo Murai, stepped from a vehicle and made his way towards the entrance. Just as he reached the door, men stepped forward and plunged a knife into his stomach. The median members of the public watched in horror as the man stabbed his victim multiple times. And then uh, Murray, who was, Murai, who was covered in blood, slumped to the ground as he was mortally wounded. The attacker later identified as Hiro, Hiro, Hiroyuki Joe gave himself up to police and explained to them that he acted in anger after seeing what the cult had done in the subway. Later, he was to change his story and tell investigators that he was hired by a Yakuza chieftain to assassinate one of the Om principals. When Murray died six hours later, both men were charged with his murder. After the murder, after his murder, 90 more raids of Om sites were organized. During one raid of the main compound, which was housed inside a building known as Satian 2, police found a basement that had been overlooked during the previous raids. And when they entered that basement, police were surprised to discover the two principal architects of Asahara's personal Armageddon. That's where they found Seichi Endo and Masami Suchia. I can never pronounce these names. Chia. Uh, yeah, the Chia Pet guy. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he's a Bob Ross Chia Pet. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. I would love to have one of those. Six weeks after the Tokyo subway attack, though, over 150 cult members had finally been arrested. Most of them were only charged with minor offenses, but some more serious crimes included kidnapping, um, included charges of kidnapping. None, however, had been charged with the sarin gas attacks yet. Three of the leading cult figures were yet to be caught. Among them was one of the most dangerous, Yasuhiro Inoue, in company with physicist Toro Toyota. (laughs) 
and Asahara's personal physician, Nakagawa, he still, you know, I still had a few cards left to play. On May 5th, being a public, since May 5th is a public holiday in Japan, it meant the subways were packed with commuters traveling out of the city. Wary of another attack, though, thousands of police patrolled the nation's railway stations and tourist attractions. Uh, one such location was Shinjuku, one of Tokyo's busiest stations. Later that night, station staff at Shinjuku were alerted to a burning bag in one of the restrooms. The flames were doused with water, but the bag began to emit noxious fumes. The fire department arrived and finally rendered the device inactive. Later, when police examined it, they found that it contained two condoms containing the chemicals, sodium cyanide and sulfuric acid. The device was simply designed so that when the acid had eaten through the first condom, it would mix with the contents of the second, creating hydrogen cyanide. A deadly gas had been used by Nazis when they, um, uh, in their concentration camps when they exterminated the Jews. Allegedly. Allegedly. I think it's been proven. No, they would never do that. Oh, okay. So you're just going to erase all of history in Germany <laughs> and Poland. Don't make me get Dieter out because he's sleeping right now. He had a rough night. All right. All right. Really? What did he do last night? I don't know. Probably using cyanide against Jews. Allegedly. 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 Hydrogen cyanide. If the device had realized its full potential, it would enter the ventilation system and could have killed over 20,000 commuters. Ten days after that, Inoue was seen by police at another subway station where he was subsequently arrested. Now, Asahara was still able to elude the police. Um, the net that was trying to close in around him throughout the country. Incredibly, he was later found to be hiding out within the compound of CTN 6, a building that had uh, supposedly been searched by police numerous times. On May 16, 1995, watched by the biggest contingent of media in Japanese history, police stormed that building and arrested him. He was dressed in purple robes, and according to police, he smelled rather noxious. <laughs> Well, they didn't say that. I said that, but I guess they said it smelled really bad. I could imagine he probably smelled like Saddam Hussein did when they pulled him out of that little hole in the wall. Remember? Probably. Remember when they did that? Uh-huh. So. Um, anyways, where was I? Uh, the media later speculated that the police had known where he was for some time, but held off the arrest until they were assured of the maximum media coverage. Even though all the leaders of the cult were in jail, the attacks continued. A letter bomb was delivered to the office of Yuki Ashima, to the Tokyo governor. When the device was opened by one of his secretaries, it detonated and blew the fingers off the man's left hand. Hopefully he was right-handed. Two more cyanide devices were found in Tokyo subways, but neither of them had been detonated. And all four more devices would be found, each with the potential to kill thousands of people. Now, the trials involving the inner circle of the cult began in 1996. Asahara had previously been charged with 23 counts of murder. Surrounded in court by no less than 12 attorneys, he pled not guilty on each and every count. The charges against many of this, the leaders were listed as murder, attempted murder, kidnapping, manufacturing of dangerous drugs, and a score of lesser charges. Other cult le leaders gave full confessions in an attempt to avoid the death penalty, yet their fate was not yet decided. The trial is was likely to continue for over 30 years, according to legal experts, as lawyers continue to argue against the charges and protest against the violation of their religious freedoms. 
Then on October 8, 1998, the Tokyo District Court sentenced one of the leaders, Kazuki Akazaki, to death for the murder of four people. Um, the, remember that attorney that they annihilated his family, his right. wife and his son right, in right. 89, and uh-huh. also another cult member who tried to leave the cult in February of 1989. More leaders, including Asahara, were expected to receive similar sentence as the original members of Om faced the courts on an almost daily basis during the uh, late 90s. Um, uh, bu- 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 While the authorities procrastinate over their decision back then to totally ban the cult, Om continued to recruit new members. And then as recently as March of 1999, the cult had been buying up real estate and opening new officers, offices in most of Japan's major cities. Even though they had officially been stripped of their religious status and tax concessions, um, its computer stores continued to generate impressive revenues. And the members still adhere to Asahara's original prophecies. Loyal cult members are making preparations, are still making preparations for Judgment Day. They believe that when that day comes, the entire population of the world will be annihilated, and the only survivors will be those who who have adhered to Asahara's teachings. Um, Japan's Public Security Protection Agency reported that Alm was purchased had purchased premises in close proximity to the detention center where Asahara was housed while he was awaited trial. The, that report further stated that the jail is considered by cult members as a holy place. Oh my God. Even though the media had lost interest in the cult, the police have instigated a crackdown on its activities. Several ARM members have been evicted from their new premises following complaints from adjoining tenants. Also, the Japanese tax office, who is well known for its persistence, has been rigorously reviewing their business activities. In more rec- in a more recent occurrence, the two knife-wielding ARM members were arrested for unlawful entry when they broke into the grounds of an apartment complex to distribute leaflets. Now, Asahara's daughter took over where her father. Uh, took over for her father as leader of Om Supreme Truth. And the group considers her to be the natural successor as she was born after her father found enlightenment. The final word comes from Asahara himself in a message posted on their website. My disciples from my past lives who used to live in worldly desires, the time has come when you wake up and help me. You should never regret at the moment of your death. If you make this decision, you will have to completely lose the meaning of the reason why you were born in this human realm. It is true that you became dirty in this life by information and worldly desires, but your essence can never become dirty because you are my disciples from the past lives. And essentially, unlikely to other souls, you are born to help the salvation. I am waiting for you to help the salvation activity as my hands, as my legs, and as my head. Now let's do the salvation activity and let's die without any regret. You know what that reminds me of on a serious note? What? You know that guy who named his dick the storm? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he told his old lady, because uh, he killed their kid, uh, yeah, it's okay for us to have sex because we were married in a past life. And the storm is coming, which I still think that's a fucking awesome name for a man's pecker. But, uh, yeah, that's what it reminds me of. But we see that with a lot of cultists is they, they, they go into the past lives and that's why you don't remember it and blah, blah, blah. But I do. Well, yeah, if you're controlling the fucking narrative, of course, you're going to remember that quote unquote past life. This guy is so full of shit. He might as well be a fertilizer factory. Uh, that's horrible. (laughs) That is horrible. Now on September 11, 2002, the 
Mainichi Shimbun reported that the Japanese public still distrust the Om cult, even though its followers have renounced Asahara, acknowledged Om's past crimes, and paid 330 million yen in compensation to the victims. Now renamed Aleph, the cult no longer has a sprawling compound in the foothills of Mount Fiji. Its members it's have Fuji. I did. You know what? I knew that as soon as I said it. Fiji's and a country. Fiji's also a film. Or is it Fuji film? I can't remember. It's Fuji film. Okay, then I'm wrong on all counts. Fung- fungi is what you get on your feet and your crotch if you don't take care of yourself. Does that help? I've never had that. Whatever, funky foot. Let's go. Its membership has fallen from more than 10,000 to about 1,650, but it's still under constant surveillance from the authorities. Public distrust has been heightened by inspections of the cult's offices and living areas that found material suggesting it still reviews reveres Asahara. Its very visible presence in Tokyo and other enclaves scattered around the country suggests the cult is alive and well. Um, somebody's... Somebody is quoted as saying, we live in constant fears, like living with terrorists. Um, uh, Om committed all these crimes in the past. How can we be sure they won't do it again? Now, Masaki Kido, a lawyer who has taken on several cults in Japan, believes the threat is strong and and goes beyond Japan. Om is not just a domestic problem, he said, alluding to revelations that in the 90s, the cult had an extensive network of followers in Russia and developed biological weapons in Australia. If the authorities cannot contain it, Om can spread sarin again, perhaps overseas next time. The police don't agree, saying the group poses no immediate threat to society, even so officials warn against a false sense of security. Um, I'll go on. On February... Oh, crap. Sorry, my mouse took on a mind of its own. And you crapped yourself. I no. can smell it. <laughs> You're so... Now, on February 27, 2004, uh, the news reports indicated that Asahara uh, had been sentenced to death in the Tokyo District Court after being convicted on 13 charges that claimed the lives of 27 victims. Security around the court had earlier been increased to guard against any interruption or reprisal from his still loyal followers. And subway security within Tokyo had also been reviewed. According to a report from CNN, nearly 5,000 people lined up outside the court building in the hope of getting one of the 38 seats available in the public gallery, but spectators had already been chosen by a lottery. The presiding judge handed down the ruling saying the crimes were cruel and inhumane. Oh, inhuman. And his responsibility as the mastermind behind all the cases is extremely grave. He deserves the maximum punishment. He had dreams of being delivered from Earth's bonds and attempted to rule Japan to rule Japan as a king under the pretext of salvaging people. He had a selfish dogma of killing those who he thought were obstructing his bid and armed his cult. He threw people in Japan and overseas into terror. It was an unprecedentedly brutal and serious crime. Then he aimed his criticism at Asahara himself. He said, it's impossible to describe the feelings of the victims of of his crime. However, the defendant has failed to express an apology and place the blame on all of his followers. The court did determine that... um, Found Okay, this is what they found against him. I'll just say it that way. He masterminded all the 13 cases over which he was indicted. He ordered the 1989 murder of anti-OM lawyer Sumi Su, I can't, Sakamoto, his wife and their son. 
He ordered the June 1994 sarin gas attack in Matsumoto, Nagano Prefecture that left seven residents dead. He ordered the March 1995 sarin attacks on Tokyo subway trains that killed 12 passengers and subway workers and sickened thousands of others. He sprayed um, 15 gas, VX gas, on three people, killing one of them, masterminded the abduction of a notary in February 95 in a bid to find the whereabouts of a relative who had escaped from the cult and fatally injecting him with excessive amounts of anesthesia. He prepared to carry out murder by ordering the construction of sarin plant between 1993 and 94, ordered the murder of three cult followers, ordered a sarin attack on another anti-cult lawyer in 1994 in an unsuccessful bid to kill him, and undertaken the illegal production of small firearms in the mid-90s. At the end of the four-hour judgment, the judge ordered Asahara to stand and said to him, I find you guilty, and sentenced him to death. As the judgment was being read out, Asahara smiled, laughed, and later yawned, but showed no emotion as the death sentence was handed down. Following the sentencing, several victims of the cult told reporters that they believe Asahara deserved his death sentence. Um... A gentleman whose wife was permanently incapacitated by the 1994 sarin gassings in Matsumoto said, I was expecting the Tokyo District Court to sentence him to death. If he is discontent with the ruling, he should clearly express that he thinks what he thinks in an appeal. Another anti-OM campaigner told reporters, although I'm against the death penalty in general, in this, in Asahara's case, is exceptional. He hasn't spoken about his true intentions during the hearings and has never made an apology. Um, a widow of one of the victims uh, said, I came here with my husband's soul. I am satisfied that he was sentenced to, I'm satisfied that he was sentenced to hang. Now, following the sentencing, his defense counsel advised the court that they would appeal the rulings. So far, um, 11 of the 189 cult members tried, to be, tried have been given the death sentence, but none of them have been carried out yet. Of the many deaths for which Asahara and his cult members were responsible, the murder of the infant boy must rank as the, one of the most cowardly and despicable attacks that they carried out. One can almost understand the twisted logic of the, se the sect and wanting the child's parents silence, but why on earth would they ever try to slay? Why on earth did they find the need to murder this infant who couldn't even testify against them? It's beyond me. Um, and so a tribute was, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A tribute was erected in Japan in his honor. So there's that. But yeah, so what do you think about them getting the death penalty? I think it sounds like they're all a pain in the Asahara. <laughs> be honest. I think you're no, right. I, here's the thing with the death penalty, man. They need to carry that shit out and do it quickly. I, it, it just seems like worldwide, the, the countries that still have the death penalty, much like the U.S., um, you get the death penalty and then people like this dickhead cheesy Mazda sits on death row for he knows at his age now he's never going to see it right he's going to die in natural causes yeah i believe like in, in this case here like there's some that you kind of want to you know look at and go okay let's see if they can be rehabilitated or whatever but this dude here it should have been you're sentenced to death you're going to die here in the courtroom right 
Right, I agree with with you. I agree with with you. It's just, I mean, everything that they did, I mean, they put Jonestown to shame, pretty much. No shit. Makes Jimmy Jones look like he's a fucking saint. Exactly. And freaking, even that guy who, um, the leader of the uh, Heaven's Gate. I mean, because they only killed their followers. They didn't, you know, wage attacks on society, you know? Yeah, they didn't go, hey, we're going to kill everybody in, yeah. in, in a whole Except city. for ourselves. Except for, yeah, it's freaking, it's just so, ridiculous. I'm just... <laughs> yeah. But nothing shocks me anymore. The atrocities that human beings, you know, do to other people, it's, it's, it's fucked up. Well, and what the gets me, sense. though, is, I mean, I guess I don't understand it because I've never been in that mindset, but what kind of... What is it kind of a person had to have gone through in their life that they would follow a person like this? You know what I mean? (coughs) Glad you asked. I knew you would be glad I asked that question. A lot of reasons. Number one, people want to feel like they're a part of something. That's a number one. But number two is that people need a reason to not fear the afterlife. So if I can sell somebody a bill of goods... That no matter what, okay, let's say Christianity, they got the best sales program that there is. You can commit any sin that you want. Mm-hmm. And as long as just before you die, you say, I ask on Jesus' name that I'm forgiven. You get a jet, you get a get out of jail free card. Yeah, pretty much. So now you don't have to worry about the fires of hell or whatever the hell they preach. Um, or anything like that, you know, you got the get out of jail free card. Now, keep in mind, you probably, let's say you raped fucking five babies and killed old ladies and set fire to buildings and killed families or, you know, or, or and kicked dogs or whatever. That doesn't matter anymore because right. you ask for forgiveness. Right. And now you're forgiven. And it's, it, it, that's what people are looking for. They're looking for that get out of jail free card. Yeah. And... With Cheesy Mazda, hey, if you follow me, then you're going to become enlightened and blah, 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 blah. And you know, all, of your, all, all of your ailments will go away and, you know, and you'll have plenty of money and shit like that. Televangelists do that all the time. You know, you'll, and I, I, I've seen it on with televangelists myself on TV because I get bored. You know, uh, and you'll be surprised if you just send us $100 right now how the Lord will take care of all those credit card bills for you. No, that's not how right, this works, and you heal idiot. you. Because the 700 Club is notorious. Pat Robertson, is that his oh, name? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he's one of them. He is notorious for that crap. My grandma used to send them money. It drove me nuts. The Lord will heal you, and he'll take away all of your stress and your worries yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Instead of just being real, I don't, once again, I don't give a fuck what you believe in out there. I really don't. I don't care if you're a Buddhist, you're a Christian, you're a Catholic, just don't molest kids like the priests do, Um, you know, or if you want to believe that your dog's God, shoot it straight. Because here's the thing, no God at all is going to take away your worry, your strife, and your stress and shit like that. That shit's on you, motherfucker. Well, yeah, and... That's how we learn, but that's how we learn. Exactly, that's how we grow, exactly, and that's how we grow and, you know, evolve as humans. Um... And mature, you know what I mean? Yeah, and th- and that's the whole thing. But you get these preachers out there, you know, saying, and if you worship God enough, then you'll have all this money and you'll have all these things and blah, 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 blah. You know, and that's that's not the case. Uh, you, you get that stuff by working hard or being a good bullshitter like the televangelists are. Right. And they work hard at their bullshit. They go, hey, how can I fuck people over? You know, and I'm, I'm sure there's some good televangelists out there that, that are on the up and up, okay? 
I'm not saying all of them. I'm right. saying most of them, though. Well, see, I believe Billy Graham was on the up and up as far as they go, because I don't believe he was that megalomaniac. I could be mistaken, but I don't remember ever seeing that part of him. He comes from a long line of people. Like, I heard his great-grandfather was Graham Cracker. Oh, my dear God. Because <laughs> he was white. I got it. I got it. It was a white person joke. You like yeah, that I one? Yeah, I got it. Uh, You're horrible. It's just the white people's day today. <laughs> I'm just going to pick on white people. <laughs> You know what? People were wondering when that would happen again. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, I, I try to schedule them. It's just kind of hard. Sometimes I'm on the Jews or the blacks or the Mexicans or the Greeks. or, or not, not, Now it's just the white people. It's white, today's, today's pick on white people day. Exactly. Exactly. But but, but that's, the, the, that's the whole thing there is, that, uh, you know, and that's what he did. He sold a bill of goods and then you rule by fear. So right. he has people locked in these torture dungeons, right? Right. He's beating people. He's starving them. He's just basically being a dick. But now you saw what happened to your friends who said, right. hey, this isn't for me. I want to step away. Are you going to be inclined to step away knowing that your buddy is down in the torture chamber getting the shit knocked out of him and being starved? No. You're like, well, I guess I'm in it to win it. So fucking wow. here I am. Yeah. Yeah, because then, yeah, then they instill that fear in you, you know. But that's what religion does. Religion install, instills a fear. Let's go with Christians again, because I love picking on y'all. And, but, on y'all. But I pick on y'all with the truth. Here's where the Christians get you. If you worship the Lord and ask for forgiveness of your sins, no matter what it is, you're going to go to heaven. But if you step out of line, you could go to hell and burn forever. If you don't have Jesus in your heart, you right. can burn. If you don't, you know, follow the rules of the Bible, you could burn. If you don't give enough money, you could burn. So right. it's it, it, it. Most religions are fear based. Right. And fucking cheesy Mazda here just took it to the extreme. Right. A fear mongering. Yeah. Because if I can make you believe. That I, number one, if I can control the narrative between you and your family and friends, so I control that information and keep you in fear of knowing that if you try to leave, you're fucked. But if you stay, you're going to get, all your wishes and dreams are going to come true. Okay. And you're going to become enlightened. Well, of course you're going to fucking stay. There's too much on the line for you to even consider leaving. That's because true. Because if you leave... Down to the torture chambers you go. Yeah. And now you know about this guy fucking with his sarin gas and, you know, and if he's willing to kill off everybody in a subway, what do you think he's going to do to your narrow ass? True. That's true. Yeah, it That's won't take true. much. He's not, you're, you're nothing but a blip to him, if even that. He'll kill you today and forget about you two seconds later going on to the next thing. So, that's... Obviously, the game that he was playing was that right there. Okay. I ran out of shit to say. My brain just stopped and fucking, I don't know. Yeah, I can tell. Butterflies and clowns and thinking about smacking Jen Doll on the ass. You're so horrible. I'm not horrible. She's just sexy. You're so horrible. There we go. I got it to. But, um, no, I just, like I said, I just have never been a part of that where, you know, I bought into that mindset of blindly following somebody like that so but you know i'm just against organized religion as a whole 
I, I am against organized religion, too. But, but I'm not against p- holes as a religion. <laughs> oh, my dear Lord. What? Like, you dig holes in the ground to plant things so things can grow? Yes, I know. And then, you know, and with the Church of the Mighty Majestic Mountain Cow, you know, you can put fertilizer from the Mighty Majestic Mountain Cows into a hole, and then your trees grow big and strong and healthy and bear fruit. So saith the Mighty Mountain Cows. Can I get a hallelujah, brothers and sisters? Hallelujah, brother Bo. Oh, you sounded really better than I did. <laughs> you have to learn how to control your throat. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, wrap this up. Oh, I gotta again? go to the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> now I'm not gonna say anything. We're gonna stay here for a little while. Oh no, please don't do that. I'm already getting goosebumps. <laughs> that does my personality. Remember, boys and girls, you can send us an email at brutalnation at twistedbluellc.com. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, and wherever you get your blogs. Log on to Facebook and join Citizens of Brutal Nation. Interact with us. Always a good time, good time, good time. This show's copyright 2023 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights are reserved if you're hearing this or any part of this on anybody else's show or podcast, except for Metal Cross Radio, the Lion Thieving Bastards. Bastards. And we will talk to you all later on. Bye-bye. Bye.